Bang bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports betting advice. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. After a couple of weeks, hey, I'm not gonna sell you some shit I don't believe in. Okay? I'm gonna be honest with you. Over the last couple of weeks, let me get this mark up here. The last couple of weeks, we have had a significant uh downswing, which means we've been losing a little bit of money here. Alright? Uh, and that's called variance. Variance variance is something mathematic where there's change. You understand me? So there's been a bit of variance. We've taken a hit and Joel has has started to pick that back up and we're starting we're starting to get back. Starting to get back where there's a little bit of um some some serious money to be made here. So let me tell you this. NBA playoffs is about to start. Uh, things can get a lot more reliable around playoffs. We've got AFL season going, um, some local sports as well. Uh, so if you wanna if you wanna get involved with Bet with Joel now, what he does, he sends you what bet to take, right? Which bookmaker, whether it's sports bet, Labrox, whatever, has the best odds on this bet? Um, how much of your bankroll? How much of a percentage of your bankroll? to invest in this bet and why he believes that he's got the edge on the bookmaker for this bet. Now, now he does all that research for you. You just get the email in your phone and you you make the bets and you start making money. This dude started doing this because he has been blacklisted from all bookmakers for making too much profit. Too much profit betting. It's his, it was his life. They took his livelihood away because he was too good at it. And now, He's giving you that edge on the bookmakers. So if you want to sign up, go to uh, betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. That's P-O-D-D-Y. You can see it on the sign behind me. Uh, enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription. There's all types of different packages you can sign up to. Uh, so... Do what you got to do. Sign up to the package you want to sign up to. Go to betwithdoll.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. You will not regret it. Welcome to the potty is also brought to you by Phoenix Fitness. Phoenix Fitness is a supplement brand uh, giving you the best of the best in supplements for your body, whether it's protein, whether it's fish oil, whether it's vitamin, motherfucking C. You understand me? You want to go there, go to uh, the the link in the episode description, the link in the Instagram, welcome to the potty Instagram bio, uh, enter promo code uh, WTTP, promo code WTTP for, I think it's 15% off of your order, man. 15% off. You are just getting savings through these motherfuckers. Go through my links either in the episode description or in the Instagram bio. If you want to directly support Welcome to the Potty, all you need to do is go to welcometothepotty.com, click on the store button, or go to welcometothepotty.com slash store, enter, uh, don't enter anything, but either pick yourself a butter soft t-shirt, you can spread these motherfuckers on bread, dude, or you can um, buy Bung Bung Bean coffee beans, the best coffee bean on the market, okay? And hey, do you like saving the fucking environment, dude? Because if you buy 
these coffee beans, we actually send them in compostable mailbags. Are you kidding me? 5% of all sales from the Welcome to the Body store actually go to a different charity each month, okay? Um, this is just a win-win, win-win-win situation. Uh, anyway, let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka. The PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI of podcasts and the captain, the motherfucking mercenary McMath of podcasting. Yes, I'm a damn mercenary because I'm off the fucking grid, boy. I'm off the grid. I'm off the grid, son. You might not have heard anything from me this week. There's a reason for that. Um, It was my birthday in May. It is now August. But for my birthday, my lovely girlfriend bought me a... um a three night stay at this place called cabin. And you ready for this? Uh, mm, that's, and that's a good burp. That's a good burp. And when you burp, you got to replace it with coffee. And that's a bung bung bean, real smooth down the gullet. Welcome to the body.com slash store. Um, so we went <clears throat> and stayed three nights at this cabin in, and there's several of them in Australia, but I think there's about four or five in South Australia. So we didn't have to cross any borders. We went to one in McLaren Vale, which had an indoor and outdoor fire, which, you know, that's really, you know, that'll sell you. We've got a fire in our house too, like like fireplace, like our house isn't burning down, but we've got a fireplace. So we enjoy, <clears throat> excuse me, we enjoy having a fire um, from time to time. So uh, what, what we've done is... Uh, we've gone to this place, right? And we're thinking, this is going to be beautiful. We're off the grid. But we're only in McLaren Vale. And if you're not from if you're not from South Australia, McLaren Vale is actually uh, one of the beautiful South Australian wine regions. And I say beautiful as in aesthetically, like it's beautiful to be out there. I'm not a wine drinker. I like beers, but there's actually a lot of wineries that brew their own be- their own craft beers and things like this as well. So when you're at wineries... You know, you can you can also slug beers, which, you know, we actually didn't go to any wineries while we were out there. We we really just stayed at the cabin, and we would we were living like, like you know, spoiled cavemen. Uh, so this cabin is very beautiful. It's not a cave. It's very beautiful, very nice. Um, it's got a bed. It's got a huge window. You look out to nature in the morning, and most of the day, all day. Um, look out to nature. Uh, let me tell you, my my issue here is that it's it does have plumbing. Okay, so that means you can do dishes, you can wash your hands, you can have a shower. There's only limited, um, there's only limited hot water though. So you can only take like they rec- they said five minutes of hot water per day or something. Which so they said sh- share like two minute showers, two minute showers. So. You know, we were rushing our showers, which is fine. Like, we weren't going anywhere. It didn't really matter how we smelled. But we did shower once per day still. We made sure we did that after we went for a walk. Um, But if there is plumbing, right, why would you have a compostable toilet? I'll wait 
If there's plumbing, let me ask you, let me ask you again. If there's plumbing, bruh, why would you have a compostable toilet? I'll wait. Why, dude? Why? So, dude, they, they have this, like, you know, this compostable toilet where you shit in it and then you're supposed to, you're supposed to close the trap door and then turn it so it all mixes up together. And then they think that the trap door, and you've got to spray too, it's like a um, enzyme spray to help it break down quicker or whatever. And it's like, you think... Dude, think about this. Sometimes I take a shit in my toilet at home that flushes and I spray the air to make it smell better and it doesn't work. You know, the spray doesn't work. But you want me to just do this little enzyme spray and think that this tiny little cabin the size of a shipping container is going to not smell like shit, dude? I'm sleeping like six meters away from shit, dude? Come on, bruh. Come on, bro. Think about that. And then the, the the toilet's got two compartments. So there's a shit compartment in the back because that's where, you know, poo comes out of your, your back end, right? And then what comes out of your front end? We, you know, we most of the time. And there's a front end for that and it just drips into this like bucket that you have to take outdoors and empty. Take outdoors and empty. Now, do you need me to repeat that, dude? You need to pour it on a tree, an established tree, because yes, it's a bucket full of piss and it will it will kill a baby tree. So you have to pour it on an established tree. Okay, so that ended up being my job. And let me tell you this, it's impossible not to, to get drips on your body, dude. Okay? And I pissed outside for the most part so I to to not fill the bucket up as much. And I'm drinking beers 24/7 for 3 days. So 24/3. You know? And and so I got to piss a lot. So I'm pissing outdoors a lot, dude. <clears throat> so I'm thinking if I was pissing indoors, I'd be empty. I only emptied this thing twice, okay? Um but if you piss indoors the whole time, dude, I think you're emptying that shit maybe twice a day. Twice a day, dude. Um, so I was wearing socks and slides one, uh, both times that I emptied it and definitely got drops, you know, on my feet. Uh, and that was, you know, that was upsetting to me. That was really, really upsetting to me, dude. So if I was going to say one thing, I would say maybe please don't ever have a compostable toilet, dude. Don't do that. I don't care. I don't care how much water you're saving or whatever. I heard I heard a statistic once about uh, urinals. If you if you have a urinal that actually saves mad water, so just get a urinal installed. So then dudes aren't always they don't have to flush the toilet all the time or whatever, dude. Like get some urinal cakes. Um, you know you don't really want your house to smell like urinal cakes, but I would prefer urinal cakes than like you know, stale shit, dude. You open, you open the trap door, dude. And you know what Rachel said to me? Cause there was a coffee plunger, you know, you can have your own 
you know, coffee. And by, by the way, they do not have bung bung beans there. Their coffee was pretty rank, dude, to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm honestly thinking of hitting them up for a partnership to see if they want to exclusively hold bung bung beans because their coffee was... Uh, it wasn't great, dude, to taste it. It was. It tasted, if you go to a bad coffee shop or there's just a bad barista and they burn the coffee, that's what this coffee tasted like, dude, to be honest with you. But, I mean, that's, I don't know, neither here nor there, I suppose. But maybe it is. But Rachel opened the trap door, dude, because obviously she needed to take a shit one time and she said, oh, did you pour the coffee grounds down here? I said, absolutely no, I did not. And she goes, oh, well, someone poured some in here and I looked in there and I was like, hey, guess what, Rachel? That is all human shit that has been all mixed up and churned because you suppose there's a wheel on the side of the toilet that you got to turn it. It says turn three to four times slowly when you finish your number two. Yeah, dude, this is what, <laughs> bruh. Obviously, I had a problem with this toilet because I haven't told you anything good that we did over the three days. You know what I'm saying? Um, we did a lot of fires, hikes, cooking, platters. Um, it rained a fair bit, so we only got the chance to have one outside fire, but that was a beautiful night. I drank probably so many beers that night. Um, I brought myself some, you know, some some of that nature's, some of nature's medicine, dude. And so I didn't even have a hangover because I used to, I'd just have some medicine before bed every night and uh, wake up feeling fresh and clean do a little bit like sometimes your eyes feel like even though you're awake they your eyes don't feel ready that's the worst you know that's really the worst i experienced i didn't get a single headache or nothing so you gotta you know if you guys know somebody you really should invest in some some of nature's medicine dude if you if you know what i'm talking about um here's a hint snoop dog knows what i'm talking about dude where's khalifa you know cushion orange juice okay there i said it So yeah, man, that was a dope birthday present though. I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, I, got, I became fixated on the fact that we had a fucking compostable toilet and that the picture of the place has so much firewood in the picture that I thought that they provide firewood. So we didn't take any with us and there was no firewood. So we had to go rummaging for sticks and things. And if anyone here knows about fires, the smaller the stick, the quicker the burn and the more like you just need to keep putting on. That, and there's not really substantial... There's big branches, right, out there. But, like, if you don't bring a saw or an axe, how do you chop it down? So that's the type of shit, really, that, that we were dealing with. But, uh, no. All in all, much fun. Lots of Uno. We played a lot of Uno. Rachel actually beat me at Uno. I beat her considerably bad at uh, Connect 4. Uh, you can play Connect Four with strategy, and I, I just, I just don't really know what she was doing, to be honest. I just don't know. Uh, what else did we play, man? Monopoly. I smoked her a Monopoly like so quick, record speed, probably record speed. I sound like, dude. I sound like Trump. Like that's how Trump would brag. <laughs> uh, I, I smoked her at. Uh, Monopoly. Uh, nobody, nobody's ever won Monopoly that quickly. I absolutely uh, tremendous. Uh, what else did we play, man? I brought Yahtzee. She didn't want to play Yahtzee, and I love Yahtzee, man. So I was pretty. That was a bit disappointing. 
charades we played, bit of charades. Oh, yeah, we, I mean, games, mad games. It was good though to be off the grid. Did I check my phone? <clears throat> yes, probably 15 or 20 times per day because we weren't really off the grid. I thought, I when I thought about it, I thought we were going to have no service. Uh, could I have turned my phone off? Yes. Did I? No. Why? And this is, this is something else that you guys as listeners might have noticed this week was that we disappeared off of Spotify. Uh, and that was a huge issue. Uh, I realized we had a tremendous guest on the show last week, the Roods. Uh, I looked at the listener count and saw that it was lower than just my, my normal episodes of just me. Uh, and that's because Spotify, um, yeah, we lost Spotify. Now, it has been fixed. Some of you will probably listen to this on Spotify right now. But I don't know what happened. I, I feel like some dog reported me for something and I got taken down without an investigation. Um, and that's why I'm back on because there was no substantial evidence of whatever I got reported for. It said suspicious activity. Uh, now, I don't know what that means. Um, I Yes, I have made threats on here to, uh, uh, you know, uh, 45, you know. And 45 is in reference to the 45th president of the United States of America to Mr. Donald Trump. So, um, yeah, I've made threats against him, probably Drake as well at some stage. Um, uh, yeah, said some probably some wild offensive shit, but like... Um, I've definitely heard worse, and this is a comedy podcast, so how much can you really take seriously? How much can you take seriously? But they didn't tell me why I got taken off when I told them it was a problem. They, um, yeah, they, they, they responded that uh, I was mistakenly, mistakenly taken off of Spotify, and I, I'm back on. All episodes are back on as well. Uh, I think there's a new link. So I'll have to get Moneymaker Mitch to update the website with the new link and stuff. There is in the Instagram bio, that link has already been fixed. So um, the Spotify link is there. Or you can just search Welcome to the Potty in Spotify and click the follow button or whatever you need to click. Uh, and that'd be great. So we're back on Spotify. And that's why I was not completely off the grid because I was trying to deal with that all fucking week as well. Uh, but no, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, I enjoy nature. I do enjoy it. Oh, that's good coffee, man. I gotta, I gotta hit the cabin up and see if they want some real fucking beans, man, to sort, sort their fucking lives out. You feel me? Um, shit. What else? What else, man? I've got. Oh, I had my first, my first set. Uh, I had my first set back last um sunday uh went pretty well um mark ryan south australian comedian has a, a new room at the duke on curry street um it's outdoors it'll be fucking awesome in the summer um i did it in the winter and it was fantastic uh, i can only imagine how dope it's gonna be in the summer i'm gonna want to be doing sunday sessions and shit but i work on mondays um but yeah dude he he set this room up real nice, real proper. Um, I got to do my first set back, get that out of the way, shake the rust off a bit. It felt really good to be back. Felt really good to be back. 
Um, everyone did a great job. Uh, the pro- I think it's ten dollars at the door uh, for this show, but um, it is not an open mic show. It's invite only, and all the proceeds actually go to um, mental health charities as well. So that's that's a beautiful thing about this room. That's the beautiful thing about this room. Uh, I probably need to get Mark on the show actually at some point. He'll be great to talk to. Um, what else? Oh yeah, I've got I've got a thing tonight. So there's a. You guys would have missed it already because this episode doesn't come out until after I've already done it. But there's a music festival at Jive tonight, I guess, or like a concert or whatever you want to call it. Big lineup of music musical acts, and I'm the MC. I'm the MC, and I really don't know. I really don't know how that's going to um, go. Because people aren't really there to hear jokes. So I think I'm going to be more of just like introducing acts. But I'll do, maybe I'll do some jokes in between. I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I'm very, I'm unprepared for it, to be honest. Because I just don't, I probably should have asked someone for some sort of guidance here. But um, you live and you learn. That's what I always say. So I'm just going to, just going to go out there and fucking rock out with my cock out, dude. But not really, because you could only really do that in the 70s, dude. Have your, have your dick out without ramifications. Um... What else? I went to George, uh, my friend's birthday party last Saturday. He and he and his twin sister both turned thirty on the same day because they're twins. Uh, and did I did I party a little bit? Yeah, yeah, dude. Did I drive and in my mind honestly believe that I was going to have a couple of drinks and drive home? Yes. Uh, I thought that I was going to be home probably before 10. You know what time I walked in my my door? Five o'clock in the morning. So that gives you an idea of the sort of, um, you know, activities that really was going down. So, yeah. But it's now, it's a week from then. So, you know, my my brain's back functioning and, um, you know, got a smile on my face and all that shit. So that's pretty dope. That's good fucking coffee, dude, to be honest with you, dude. If you want a bung bung bean, welcome to potty.com slash store. Ah, shit. I don't really know what else, dude. Um, I, I did not prepare very well. I managed to go 20 minutes without, you know, without going to a different segment. <gasps> oh, dude. I do have some Clay's reviews today. Um, I wonder if we'll... Be all right to go to. Let's go to it. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. All right, dude. Um, I watched on the PlayStation Store or PlayStation Network "Bad Boys for Life," dude, starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Malone, you know. Mm. Mike Lowry, remember that? I watched the third installment of uh, Bad Boys with these men as reasonably old gentlemen. They still look pretty good. Um, Martin Lawrence has a, you know, his 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 face is sort of like what mine's turning into, like bit bit round face. Maybe he's a drinker. I don't know. Uh, I am, and I believe that's why my face is fat these days. Um, but 
for the hype and the budget of this film, pretty disappointing, to be honest with you, man. Pretty disappointing. Um, yeah, man, there's explo- like there's explosions, car chases, bullet bullets flying, um, you know, funny one-liners here and there. Um, but honestly, <clears throat> honestly, it wasn't really capturing my attention. I, just, I don't have, I don't have heaps for you. I don't have heaps to say about this. Uh, I wish I paid more attention to have, you know, more, more to say, but it was hard to, yeah, it was kind of hard to sit through, man. It was a bit boring to be honest with you, dude. Uh, but yeah, 6.5 out of 10, not even close, dude. Oh, I'll tell you something. Remember, I think it's in, in I think it's in Bad Boys Two, or maybe it's Bad Boys One. But the dude that comes to the door to take uh, Martin Lawrence's daughter out on a date, um, he's back. He's he's back in this one as a grown up, um, and they get married. Oh, yo, spoiler spoiler alert! But also, who cares with this film? Um, and that. That also that piece of information. Oh, dude, and also the storyline of this. <laughs> oh shit! It's it all starts to unravel like probably in the third act, dude, and it is just like oh oh for real, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you this: someone that that is this personally invested in the case is not allowed to work the case, like guaranteed, dude. Now I'm not a cop and I don't know the rules, but I guarantee that's a rule. Guarantee. Um. On two counts, on two counts, on two counts. He's, Mike Lowry, Will Smith, is personally involved twice on the same case. How's that work, dude? Do that math. Think about that, dude. 6.5 out of 10 for that wild movie. Uh, I finished watching the first season of Space Force on Netflix, Steve Carell, and basically it is The Office, um... But instead of a, a paper company, it's the Space Force. Um, I didn't particularly enjoy it. I didn't. I clicked on it with not high expectations, thinking that my expectations could be, uh, you know, proven wrong and that it was going to be really good. But honestly, it was uh, subpar. Subpar. My man. Um, John Malkovich is in it though, who I love. Um, and Phoebe from Friends is in it. The lady, the the tall lesbian from Glee is in it. Um, the dude that does the voice of uh, Joe from Family Guy is in it. <clears throat> the dude from Parks and Rec that um, is Aziz Ansari's best friend. Um He's in it. He's probably my favorite character. Uh, Steve Carell's daughter in the show looks looks a lot like Anne Hathaway, to be honest with you. And and she's in it. So that's the people that's in it. And um, that's pretty much it, dude. It, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the funniest. It wasn't the best. And I feel like the budget was through the fucking roof. It was high production value, but for what? To be honest with you, dude. Um, and that's probably, that might be something that people say about this show, you know, high production value, but for what? 
And that's only been the last like probably month. They used to say low production value and that's, you know, that's what I expected. That's, yeah. So uh, 6.5 also for Space Force. Um, I watched another movie called Sorry to Bother You on Netflix as well. It's, uh, I don't quite, I guess it's, it's, it's like a, uh, it's racial commentary. It's like commentary on what it's like to be a black person, probably specifically a black man. If, if we're still doing genders, I don't, I don't, I, I can't keep up, but, um, yeah. And in corporate America, maybe, or maybe America in general. Um, but yeah, it was, I think it was supposed to be funny. Uh, wasn't the funniest shit I've ever seen. It was very fucking weird. Uh, not for me. It was like the modern day bamboozled dude. And I probably would prefer bamboozled, even though bamboozled kind of like made me depressed too. And that's a Spike Lee joint. But yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. Not for me. Six out of ten for. Sorry to bother you. To be honest, dude, he works at a fucking telemarketing place. Um, and you can, and he he does shit, and then he has to do his white voice, and then he's got like this magical white voice, right? And he can sell to anyone. He becomes a power seller, and he goes up to the top of the building and starts selling like um, basically slave labor but he's a black man doing, I don't know. I understand it was like, I think it was supposed to be, be yeah, like politic, political or so, social commentary or whatever. Maybe I'm not smart enough. I didn't particularly enjoy the thing. Didn't particularly enjoy the thing. Uh, six out of 10, six out of 10. And finally, I watched a show called... Uh, Love on the Spectrum. Love on the Spectrum. And it is like a docu-series following a bunch of autistic people. Uh, yeah, autistic people who are looking for love. Some of them had been on dates before. Some of them hadn't. Some of them have no experience at all. Some of them do. Some of them have wild expectations of love and relationships and... Uh, family and dude, I used to work with, um, you know, intellectually disabled people, uh, specifically autistic people and dude, this oh, reminded me so much of my old job. They, there's this one guy who is just, I think his name's Michael. I forget, but he, he just, um, he, he just has all these wild notions of what it is to be uh, a, a partner. And he starts talking to his parents and he's like, I'm going to, when I die, I'm going to be remembered as someone who just loved being a husband. <laughs> like that's, that's where his mind is. Like he's already thinking about like dying and being remembered as a good husband and stuff. Like, and he's like, I, like, oh man, I'm like, I'm a catch. I'm a real catch. And I'm like the perfect boyfriend and all these um, people, like some of them, you know, they'll go on one date and just straight up be like, I don't see this going any further. Or like, they'll just be like, so 
who, uh, what's your perfect partner? Do you see that in me? Or like, you don't love me? Like things like this on first dates, dude. And there's all these awesome organizations as well that do like speed dating for autistic people or mentally intellectually disabled people or whatever we're calling them now as well. Uh, or yeah, these cool speed dating things or like classes on how to date and what kind of conversations to have and not to talk only about yourself, but also not to talk only about them and interrogate them and ask them a thousand questions, not to talk over other people. Um, oh, like all these people just doing, doing the Lord's work, doing the Lord's work, man. And it was a beautiful thing to watch. And I had, it had a couple of couples on there as well. Um, so people that were on the spectrum that were already dating and what that looked like, as well as people who'd never had a date, never, yeah. Oh man, it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. Um, there needs to be a follow-up. I'd like to see, I'd like to see what happens if these guys do find love or whatever. I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to see that. Dude, this show, dude, I don't do really... I wouldn't call it reality TV. I'd call it more of a docu-series, I guess. Investigative piece, maybe. I don't know. There was a lady who's like, um, she's like a relationship specialist for autistic people and stuff like that. There was, dude, the parents, the parents are just so supportive and strong and beautiful and just, it, it was an important, impossibly positive experience to watch this show. And I'll recommend it to everyone. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and give this fucking show a nine out of 10, a fucking nine out of 10. I, it was an honor. It was an honor to watch it. Yes. My pleasure. My fucking pleasure, dude. Um, Shit, what else did we want? Oh, let's go to sports. All right. It's NBA just about playoff season. And I should have pulled up, I should have really pulled up some information here. Um, let's go to NBA.com real quick and we'll tell you who's, I think the East is sorted. Um, NBA playoffs, let's, let's click here. And see, uh, what's this? See who's clinched what, you know? All right, so... This is, I don't know if this is confirmed. I don't know if this is confirmed, but let's let's just go through this playoff seeding here. Oh, that's 2019. The Warriors are the first seed. Now, the Warriors aren't even in the fucking question at the moment, you guys. Uh, 2020 updated, here we go. This one looks... This one looks better. So, how do I get to the picture here to be bigger? Doesn't matter, I think I can read it. So, 
in the East, the Bucks versus the Magic. Milwaukee versus Orlando. Uh, and I think that'll, that'll probably be, in my mind, a 4-1, a 4-1. Oh, shit. You know who I should have got on here is Steve, Steve Calvin Coombe, the official, unofficial NBA analyst of the Welcome to the Potty podcast to go over this. But I haven't talked to him, so... It's not uh, it's not on cards for today. So I'll go through this. I would say Bucks versus Magic. I'd say 4-1 Bucks. Bucks in five. Um, Heat versus Pacers. Now that's a, that's a little bit of a better matchup, I think. I would say Heat in six. Heat in six, 4-2. Um, Celtics versus Sixers. Now that could be, that could go to seven in my eyes. That could go to seven. Um, they don't play, Celtics don't play positions, you know, they're, they're sort of positionless ball, um, small ballish, sort of like, sort of like Houston or Houston, as some people say, um, shit, Celtics, and then you got Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and them over there at Philly, I'd go Celtics in seven, Celtics in seven, uh, Toronto versus Brooklyn, Toronto in Four, to be honest. I'm sorry to say that to Brooklyn. Uh, now, Lakers are the number one seed in the West, and they're either going to play Portland or Memphis. I think that's a play-in game, Portland versus Memphis. Um, and put it this way, if Memphis plays, Lakers in four. If Portland plays, are you ready? Portland in seven. <laughs> what? What? I don't think they would ever let that happen, actually, with LeBron. I don't know. I don't know. I think the NBA is rigged, but let's see. I'm saying Portland in seven. That That's yet to be. It depends who plays, Portland or Memphis. Memphis will lose in four. Portland will win in seven. Okay. Uh, Thunder versus Rockets. Um, I've got Rockets in... Five. Rockets in five. Uh, Nuggets versus Jazz. I got Nuggets in six. And Clippers versus Mavs. I got Clips in five. I think they'll drop one to the Mavs. But that's my that's my predictions. Um, it'll be interesting to see who wins the Portland-Memphis game. I think Portland runs all over Memphis, and I think it's a blowout. Uh, you know, 15 plus points, 15 plus points. Um, you guys are probably thinking, hey, Clay, are you serious? I don't know what day the game's on. Uh, Dame, Damian Lillard had a extraordinary bubble performance, like, like 50, 40, 61 and 40 again. Uh, he is a beast and of course he's exhausted. So it depends in how many days this, this game is. Before um, that was a beautiful pass. I'm actually watching the Clippers versus uh, Oklahoma City at the moment, and Oklahoma City's uh, it's the fourth quarter, four minutes to go. Oklahoma's up by one point, eighty-two to eighty-one. Um, if you want to listen to a little bit, yeah. and that's that's Joe King Noah throwing the ball out of court. So, hey, he got picked up. So congrats, congrats to the motherfucker. Um, 
AFL. I don't really know anything about it. I keep missing fucking tips because they're playing every day of the fucking year. Uh, so I don't know what day tips start. And I miss I miss at least one tip a week, if not two, this week, which is an absolute joke. I'm at the bottom. I'm a serious contender for the wooden spoon. I'm behind by at least four games. So it's over for me. I don't even know why, why I would even fucking bother at this point. So that's, you know, that's pretty much sports, man. That's pretty much sports. Um... Who's who's the bubble MVP? I mean, Phoenix went eight and O in the bubble, dude. Eight and O. So, do you give it to Devin Booker? Do you give it to Damian Lillard, who's had like three sixty-point games in one season? I think he's the only person to do that, other than Wilt Chamberlain. And I think this wasn't this a shortened season too. So, isn't that fucking insanity, dude? Um. Anyway, uh, we've got we've got Would You Rather here. So, hell no, to the no, 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 hell to the no. Uh, this one comes in from Tarek. I I don't believe I've ever heard that name before, but let's go. Uh, would you rather have tons of problems but have someone to talk to about them or have minimal issues but nobody to talk to? Uh, I'd go I'd go minimal. Minimal issues and no one to talk to about it. Um, yeah. Uh, who, who wants tons of problems, bro? But also who wants no friends? Dude, I've been off the grid for like three days, bro, and I had no friends. And um, I could handle it. Nothing against my friends, but I could think I could handle it. Would you rather people hate you or feel sorry for you? Oh, dude, pity parties suck, dude. It makes me feel worse. When I say like, you know, oh, you know, how's things? Oh, man, you know, my grandfather just died. Oh, I hate that. I hate that sound. It's basically the adult version of a baby crying. Basically the adult version of a baby crying. It is difficult to listen to and I don't want it. I would much rather someone say, fuck you, than I feel sorry for you. So I'll take the hate. I'll take the hate. Um, oh, and that one was from Derek. And this next one here is from Jess. Would you rather get 30 loose pennies every day for the rest of your life or never deal with pennies again? Jess, 30 loose pennies is 30 cents a day. Now I'm just I'm just gonna do some math here and just see what what 30 cents a day gets you for the rest of, for a year, right? Let's check for for a year. Um so point three, right? Point three is thirty cents times three six five equals $109 a year. Oh, I'm 30. Let's say that I live to 80. So times that by 50 equals. So that's 50 more years of life, right? I only get $5,475. Hey, Jess, get rid of the pennies. I mean, you might be homeless or something. You've got enough money to have a computer to send emails or a phone. So... 
I don't think you need your 30 loose pennies per day. And people, some people don't even take pennies. You go to the candy shop, they got, a, they got something in there for five cents. They want, they want a fucking nickel, bro. They don't want five pennies. No one wants pennies. Fuck that. Five, five grand a year for free? Yeah, dope. But guess what? If I got a five grand raise at my job, like you barely see, you barely see an increase in your pay. You barely see an increase in your pay. It's a significant, a significant wedding. What the fuck? Wedding? I just saw a text saying, I just got a text message about someone's wedding and I fucking said wedding instead of a significant pay rise. I reckon you need 10 grand for it to even count as a pay rise, to be honest. Once the tax man gets involved, yeah, there's no point. There's just no point of pay rises really. Just take take what you got, you know? Um, dude, if these people keep sending me messages while I'm recording, I'm going to blow I'm going to blow a gasket, bro. Anyway, who else have we got here? Uh, this is from David. Would you rather have the coronavirus never go away, but everyone you know survives it? Or it does go away, but a family member dies? Keep that shit, dude. Who gives a fuck, man? I'm over it. I'm over it, dude. Let me tell you this. Everyone's got coronavirus jokes. I even wrote some. I didn't do them last weekend because, like, honestly, I'm over it, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, it's enough. That is enough. You know. Um. Nah. Keep keep the coronavirus here, and let's just go about our business. And if no one I know dies, dude, only strangers die. Honestly, dude, when they've been giving out, when, they, when they've been hitting us with these Melbourne numbers, like, oh, 700 dead yesterday. No, that's not even true. 700 cases. Dude, when they come out with the death numbers and shit, I'm like, oh man, oh man, that sucks. You know, like I haven't, I haven't known anyone yet. And I'm sorry if you have, and I sound inconsiderate, but like, yeah, keep this shit here. If only people that I don't know die. Yeah. Keep it here. Think about this, that big bomb that went off in Beirut, right? Like 200 dead or something. Yeah, that sucks, dude. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up. And I felt bad, but I wasn't personally like, I didn't like fucking wear that, you know? It's different when it's strangers, you know? I'd much prefer that those people died than 200 of my fucking friends. You know, think about that. That sounds selfish, but maybe it is. Uh, and this one is from Stephanie. Would you rather be declared an outlaw under Roman law or serve a comfy 30-year prison sentence? Uh, I don't know, Stephanie. I don't know. I'm, I'm not well-versed on Roman law. I'm guessing that you either got stoned or like, you know, publicly castrated or you go into the, uh, what's it called? Colosseum. So... Yeah, I guess I'll I'll take I'll just take that thirty year sentence. Three hots and a cot, they call it. That's three hot meals and a bed. So yeah, I'll take that. Um and this one is from Mitch. Mitch, uh, and this could be my producer, but let's let's double check here. Would you rather have a big dick but tiny muscles or be ripped but have a tiny dick? 
Well, dude, I'm going to be honest with everyone right now. I haven't gone to the gym in, like, only, only God knows the last time I went to the gym. I don't even know, okay? I've got no muscles. I've got, you know, I've got some man titties happening, bit of a beer belly. I look like shit, dude. My posture's terrible. Um, but my slab is in mint condition. And I would much prefer to look the way I do, like an absolute disaster, and have the slab that I have than be immaculate, have these muscles and be shredded and just have a little penny, dude. I've heard the way girls talk about small dicks. I've heard it. I've heard it. Rachel's told me a story about a guy that she was with. One night stand. She had a one night stand, dude, with a dude with a fucking miniature dick. And she she said he was super attractive, but she she said that she left. She ended up leaving and not even doing sex with him because when she saw his dick, she said to herself, I cannot do this. Now, could she have been lying and it could have been a monster cock and she got afraid and she ran? Yes. But let me tell you this. I reckon I reckon I'd, I'd prefer my dick to be so big that it scares you than to have a little, you know, imagine having a dick the size of like uh, a little finger, bro. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. I'm not doing it. I'll look sloppy and have, have a mint condition slab, you know? So thank you, Stephanie. No, was that Stephanie? No, that was Mitch. That was Mitch. Would you rather have a butt for a face or a face for a butt? Does that mean, so if I've got a butt for a face, does that mean I've got two butts? And if I've got a face for a butt, does that mean I've got two faces? Because I'd, I'd go the double face and, you know, when I've got to do a shit, my, my butt face just like vomits a poo out of its mouth or something. I don't know. I don't know, but that was from someone named Frank. Um, would you rather not be able to die until you finish a 100,000 piece puzzle or not be able to die until you tag the Pope? Uh, and this is from Ivan. Um, dude, this might be your first time listening to the show or no, actually, I actually never talk about my puzzle skills, but I'll body a hundred thousand piece puzzle, dude. So wait, a hundred thousand pieces is big as fuck. Let's say I did a thousand pieces a day. That would take me a hundred days. If I did a thousand pieces a week, that'd take me a hundred weeks, which would be two years. A thousand pieces a month, take me a hundred months, would be about 10 years. Dude, dude, I don't want to die in 10 years. Get me to tag the Pope. Get me to tag the Pope. I'll never die. I've never even seen the Pope, dude. If he walked in here right now wearing regular clothes, I wouldn't know who it was. He would need to be wearing some, some, traditional garb for me to know who he is, bro. And honestly, I didn't know I didn't know when the next time was going to be that I was going to say traditional garb. So thank you for that, Ivan. 
Um, and this one is from Stephanie again, the same Stephanie. Would you rather drive in a Lamborghini down a boulevard and everyone looks at you like you're a douche? Okay. Or would you drive a normal Honda and everyone looks like you like you're a nice normal person? Honda? Bro, give me that Lambo, bro. I don't give a fuck what people think. Get fucked, dude. What? Dude, I'll, I'll already walk down the street and people look at me because I'm tall. I'd rather be sitting down in a Lambo and people look at me, you know, like, oh, look at this fuckwit. And that's just jealousy, dude. That's just jealousy. And you know how you hear people, um, you know how you hear people like, you know, you know how you hear that? And you're like, oh, what a fuckwit. Dude, try getting in one of those high performance cars and not doing that. Try that and tell me, and you, and when you do do it, you'll feel like your dick's a hundred meters long. Like your dick's a hundred meters long. Okay. Good God. A lot of cock talk. Um, one more, one, one more from Daniel. Would you rather fully comprehend the scale of the universe without going insane or always know where Waldo is? I'll tell you this, Daniel, I always do know where Waldo is. I used to have a Where's Wally calendar on the back of my uh, studio door and every month I would find Wally like this. Just like this. And everyone probably would be like, shit, you don't see him. And I'd be, I'd be like, do you want me to circle him and ruin it for everyone? Dude, so... Always know where Waldo is. I already do know that. So, and the scale of the universe without going insane, without. Yeah, well, I guess that would be interesting to be able to fully comprehend. But you know what would make me insane is if I could fully comprehend that and not be able to discuss that with anyone. That would be the part that makes me go insane. Like if you can't find Wally, that's your fucking problem, dude. But if I can't explain the universe to you, that's mine. You understand the difference there? So, I'd, yeah, I'd prefer probably not to understand that and just to know where Wally is, man. Just to know where Wally is, bro. Um, shit, we're at 54 minutes. All right, let's, uh, let's do one advice if we've got one. Let's just go through these emails real quick. Um and see if we've got any advice here. I'm just having a quick look. Uh, do we have a advice theme? Because we should knock knock that out real quick. We need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, okay. Here we go. This one, this one actually seems funny. Oh, it's long. Oh my God. Sorry. No. Nah. Uh, and that is from... It's only got an email address here, which I won't say because then people. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, this one's a bit shorter. And this one. What the fuck? Okay, anyway. The subject here. <clears throat> Sorry. Got dry mouth. 
Um, just found out my uh, 18-year-old female cousin is dating someone underage online and this is the last straw. What do I do from here? Do I need to read this? Yeah. Uh, just like the title says, it's called a subject line, but let's go. Uh, I have a female cousin who is a few months shy of 19. I'll refer to her as Kay. If you read you this whole thing, thank you. Hey, brother, bunk, bunk. Uh, a little, and I don't know if you're a male or female yet. A little backstory here. Kay's mom, my aunt, died in childbirth, leaving my grandparents to adopt and raise her. Shortly after the adoption, my grandfather passed away from a heart attack. My grandma decided she would move to the most unknown parts of the country to get away from the memories and to live peacefully. Throughout Kay, and that's a runner. Uh, that's someone who doesn't face their problems head on. Um, my grandma, uh, throughout Kay's life, she went from public school to being homeschooled and eventually not doing any sort of schooling at all. My grandma was never smart when it came to electronics, so when she bought Kay a laptop to homeschool, she never even bothered to check up on her work and eventually never bothered her to do it. Uh, fast forward to now, my grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's two years ago and, need, and needed a live-in caregiver. I rented a house for her myself, my six-year-old and my cousin to live in. While taking care of my grandmother, my daughter, finishing med school and keeping up with the house cleaning, my cousin was barely lifted a finger, has barely lifted a finger. She sits in her room and plays Minecraft on her laptop all hours of the night and sleeps all day. Uh, she will cook food and never clean up her messes. She will go without showering for over two weeks. Her room is located in the same hallway as mine, so when she opens her bedroom door, the whole hallway will smell like dirty clothes and B.O. Mm -hmm. Mm. I have a church that she might be Oh, sorry. I have a hunch that she might be depressed, you think? But also maybe slow. I've tried to teach her how to drive so she can get her license, but she doesn't want to learn. At this point she's living off of me. I I changed the password to the internet so she will get up and do something with herself. What? It backfired on me. I found out last week all her young internet friends paid for some type of internet plan for her so she's able to keep playing and because she wanted to keep talking to some guy she really liked. She told me earlier this week that they are in a relationship and I casually asked to see a picture of the cutie. Yesterday, this guy finally sent her a face picture and when she showed me, I was stunned. This guy had the face of a 14-year-old. I asked her how old... He was, and she said 16, almost 17. It's highly unlikely this kid is close to 17. I told her she had to break up with him because it's illegal and I don't want her to get in trouble along with myself for not stopping this. She said she'll think about it. Today rolls around and I ask her if she broke it off and unfortunately, she said no. I explained it all over again and this time I added that she won't be welcome into our home if she doesn't break it off with him today. How will I know if she truly did it? If she doesn't break it off, how do I go about kicking her out as she has no other family? Also, how can I get this girl to straighten up? I feel that she's mooching off me, but I would feel bad kicking her out because the slowness. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lack of education and place to say. Um, she 
Shit, man. I, I, I would just about evict her. If she was living like that off me, I'd just about evict her, to be honest, bro. But And I, I, I call you bruh, but you sound like you're a mother, so you're a female. But bruh, bruh, I use bruh like... Um, bruh, bruh is a gender-neutral gender term to me. Um, I guess you could legally evict her. Uh, I don't know how to teach her how to, to take care of herself because I'm not a parent and I barely know how to be a, a, a dog parent. You know, like this dog keeps fucking jumping on me, dude. And I don't know how to make it stop. We've got training on Monday though. So that'll be the start of, of the end of the jumping. So make it maybe take, Dude, take your fucking cousin to a dog trainer. And I don't know, whack that bitch on the nose with a newspaper or something, you know? See see if she straightens up then. Reward her for good behavior and punish her for bad behavior. You already changed the internet. Um, you know, she likes to live in filth. Start dropping your garbage in there and say you mistook her room for a dump. Empty, just empty your, open the door and scrape your plate off on the floor. <laughs> and just be like, you want to live in a fucking dump? Here, live in a fucking dump, dude. Just do, do some real sicko shit like that. See if that fucking straightens her out. That's the type of, and that's probably why I'm not a parent. <laughs> I don't know, write her, write her a letter. Write her an eviction notice and, and, you know, put threats in it. You know, if you don't get the fuck out of here, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to feed your laptop to the dogs, you know, to the dogs in your, in your dog obedience class that you are a participant in, you know, some shit like that. Get the fuck out of my house. And also, if you want to be a pedophile, I'm snitching. Just straight up tell that bitch you're going to snitch on her. Tell her you're about to call the fucking FBI on her right now. Get her flagged. Go on her laptop and start saying inappropriate things on her thing. Say like, oh, I love little boys. I love underage boys. I hope you don't have any pubes yet. I hope you're all smooth. I can't wait to massage your little date. Things like that. And then she'll get flagged and finally, you know, get in some sort of trouble. Yeah. That's all the advice I've got for you. Uh, fuck, what, where's your name here? Teresa. So I should have known you were a female. Um, thanks, Teresa. That's all the advice I've got for you today. Everyone, you know what to do. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. We we got some good guests lined up. Uh, just, just getting the scheduling together. Um, uh, remember follow us on everything Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube um, uh, welcome to the potty.com slash store for your bung bung bean and your butter soft teas um, uh, shit what else have we got bet with Joel Phoenix Fitness all that good shit all that good shit man thank you again this is the best part of my week. I tell you that all the time. It's the best part of my week. I love this shit. 
Love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. This is Welcome to the Party. And as always, bung bung. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to